obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. So yes, it's lambing time. And what are the must-haves in your lambing kit? And I know this uh something we touch on almost every year, but good to be reminded. And is there anything new in Jill's lambing kit for 2023? Just you wait and see. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. So um some basics to have in your lambing kit. Now, I have a couple of different lambing kits. I have a, a sort of a emergency kit, which I will have with me whenever I'm going to check my sheep, just in case I need to intervene in a birth. So I have like a, an emergency birthing kit, and then I have a couple of other sort of kits ready to go. And then I have a sort of the, the sort of stash of everything else. So Let's look at the sort of emergency birthing kit. I just use, um, you know, in terms of what to put in. I mean, it's up to you what you kind of contain the kit in. But I've just got one of those little sort of um, freezer baggy lunchbox things. Uh, just one of those. Yeah. So it's quite easy. It's quite small. Generally, it fits everything. And in there, really basic stuff would be gloves. I prefer to use the long sort of elbow length um, gloves, the milking gloves, and then I put a latex glove over that. So my whole arm is covered and then the latex glove gives me, uh, I suppose, less slipping. That's what I find. So that's my, my in my kit, long gloves and latex gloves. I'll also have some uh, hay bale twine or baler twine, sometimes it's called, and occasionally I will use that. If I need to connect um, or tie up a a lamb inside in utero and be able to sort of leverage off that particular lamb, that would be in there. And then the other thing I will have in an emergency kit would be lubricant. Huge. I think that if there was one thing, apart from the gloves, if there was one thing to have in the kit, that would definitely be the, um, the, the lubricant. And I just put it in a like a really cheap, old bottle like a you know these old-fashioned sauce bottles but gee any bottle will do and something squeezy and something where you can sort of um just administer that onto your hand or put it straight into the you or whatever it might be it's just amazing and and it's been a game changer like I've bought a uh a 20 liter or something no yeah maybe 20 liter top, top of it and and just fill up the little sauce bottles every year and have uh, have them on the go. So that's really what I have in my lambing kit. A couple of towels too. Towels are quite good. Pros and cons of the towels. 
Um, towels, not necessarily to rub the lamb unless the lamb is cold, something like that. You really want the ewe to leak and rub the lamb. That's going to be the preferred option. But the towels can be really good for you to wipe your hands. <laughs> wipe your hands or maybe... You know, um, if you want to just change your gloves, stuff like that can be really good. Uh, so towels can be quite useful. Or if you're going to perhaps not have that you lick, lick or maybe the you dies or something, then you can wrap the lamb in a towel to keep it warm. Or if it's raining, stuff like that. Uh, I suppose the other thing would be, and, and I'm really fascinated by this um, topic, actually. Do we actually wear? We, as in us, what do we wear when we're lambing, uh, given that we generally lamb in on the worst possible, uh, coldest, wettest evening that ever existed, if there's anything that ever goes wrong? So I have a pair of pull-ups. Uh, I have a couple of pairs. They go on rotation. So, but I really want my legs to be covered by trousers or jeans or whatever, them to be covered with pull-ups. I have these bib and brace ones, which I really love. I find them very, very comfortable. That means that I can you know, strip down to a t-shirt because I generally get quite hot if I'm lambing, even though it could be really cold outside. I find the adrenaline starts pumping. So I want to be able to strip off my top half um, I think I've even been known to lamb in my bra sometimes, but the bib and brace is a really, you know, it's like it's really hot or I'm really under pressure, um, but the bib and brace I find really good, um, and uh, but covering covering my legs, and then I've just got wellies on, typically wellies, so that, again, I can slosh around if I, if I need to. But uh, I really want to be able to strip off the, the sort of the layers on the top half that much either. So there's something to think about. What do we actually wear when, when lambing? So that's in my sort of immediate uh, emergency lambing kit. Then I have a tagging kit, tagging, weighing, sort of marking kit. And in there I have iodine for spraying the umbilical cords. Um, I try not to do that too early, um, but not too late at the same time if you're going to spray. And then I will have that iodine also for the ear tags. I'll spray the iodine onto the ear tags before I administer those ear tags into the ear. I have a little sort of cat or dog carry bag that I picked up at a thrift shop. And then I'm using this year a digital scale. So it's like a little digital luggage scale, and that has been brilliant because I can get it right down to the um, to below a half a kilo, so right down to the gram of uh, weight. So I can one of my lambs, for example, was four point three. So I was really happy. I can really get it down to like the gram of weight of that particular animal. So that's in my tagging kit. I also in there have uh, I write down notes. So I have my phone, which I write down notes with. And of course, I have my ear tags as well. Um, the other thing, probably just going back to my emergency lambing kit, sometimes I have it in there, just depends, is a tube of like bio boost. But generally that's in the next kit. And the next kit is I have a sick animal, sick lamb, sick animal, that I need to do something with. And again, sometimes these things are just more in a shed because I hopefully don't need them very much, but things that would be good for the labs would be a thermometer, 
when I find, get the most expensive one you can find and you're going up the bum. Yeah, so again, you're wanting a, a, a digital one that will read the thermometer, uh, um, the, the temperature and one that's going to go up the bum of a lamb. So there you go. And again, I've gone through lots and lots of the cheapy ones and I just went for like a $40 thermometer and it was the best thing I ever bought. And I've got three years out of that. Whereas in the past I was getting one year out of every cheap one and then it was just getting annoying. So you've got, I've got my thermometer that I, I, um, if I've got a sick lamb, I will also have the bio boost. So some sort of, um, something that I'm going to give that animal, that lamb to give them a bit of a pep honey, I find is really, really good rubbing honey around the gums. And then you can also have, and particularly this is good for the you, but some sort of a kelp solution. I don't want to give that to the lambs too early. So the honey or the bio boost is generally all I would actually give to a lamb apart from colostrum in its first couple of, um, couple of, uh, feeds. Uh, then if you're thinking of your, um, trying to get milk into a lamb, a lamb feeding tube. Uh, now I'm not the best at using a feeding tube, but I have one nevertheless, and I have had some success with it. And I've also had some non-successes with it. So, but feeding tube I find is a good, um, is a good tool to use. Uh, then for my use, I will have vitamin C as I, I literally am buying like three or four bottles of vitamin C for lambing. Uh, I think that's hundred mils of vitamin C and I might be giving 15 mils if I have an issue, uh, a you that's not off her, off her feet. That's the, the milk hasn't come down. She's got a touch of mastitis. Maybe she's had a difficult birth, whatever it might be. So vitamin C injectables, and of course you need is your syringe for that. So a 10 mil syringe, and you also need a, I go with an 18 gauge, one inch needle, no longer than a one inch. And 18 gauge I find gets the thickness of perhaps antibiotics or the vitamin C through the gauge. So that works for me. Um, Ketol, and there's another great one, which is a calcium one as well. And these can be really good. And you can give it as a drench uh, with your perhaps 30 mil syringe. So 10 mil syringes, 30 mil syringes. I find these two are, I just bought like boxes of a hundred of them and I use them so, so frequently. And again, I almost use them like disposable syringes, which I find so stuff gets clogged in them anyway. You could wash them out. It's probably very environmentally friendly to wash them out. But sometimes you just don't have the time or you just forget or there's something else going on. But syringes, nevertheless, very handy to have. Um, I've never had to do this with a sheep, but the, the four-in-one packs. So this is for treating milk fever or um, hypocalcemia. So where you put it under their skin and I, I've done it with a cow and thank goodness I've never had to do it with a sheep, but I know lots and lots of people have to do it with sheep as well. Um, other things I have had really good success with this year and I've used it quite a lot is, um, it's called rooster booster. I don't know why, uh, but it is a liquid vitamin B and I have found it really, really good. You can get inject injectable vitamin Bs. They're good too. But this liquid, and I am either putting it in the water or using it as a little drench, 
um, sticking it down their their throat. And again, that with a minkel or some sort of kelp liquid, like a Nutri-Drench or a minkel or an anatome, these are just brand names, something that you can get that would have a kelp solution. I find really, really good. Electrolytes, I think electrolytes you need to have on every farm anyway for lambs or for ewes. These are always really good things. And again, great for scouring, great for um, lethargic animals, great for ewes that have gone down where you really just want to get their energy up. And listen, it's just finding one that works for you. You can get the sachets, you can get the... um, sort of bottles of it, whatever is going to bottles, you generally dilute, but stuff like that, really quite, really quite good. So those are um, a few things to think about. Other things I would have at the ready would be heat packs for lambs or a hot water bottle for a lamb. Um, Unfortunately, and this is probably going to be a bit controversial, but a gun, you're not obviously going to have it in your emergency kit, but uh, you do need to put animals down. You do need to euthanize animals. And the gun is a very useful tool on a farm, maybe even for foxes, you know, whatever it might be. So I, I do find that that's quite good. Um, last year we had to use a bandage, a horse bandage for a little lamb who had a broken leg and the lamb came really good after it. So some of that really sticky, stretchy horse bandages, again, really good to have in um, a bit of a lambing kit, uh, which is really good. And then if you are bottle feeding, having some sort of disinfectant. I personally use um, a product called Milton, which I know that they use for baby bottles. And it's really easy to buy either again in a larger um, five liter tub, or you can get it at the supermarket in, I don't know, something like 350 mils or something. And I find it really good washing anything. I use it in the kitchen, but washing down bottles, equipment, thermometers, anything like that that you've used, give it a little wipe. I even have Dettol. I use Dettol more if I cut myself perhaps in the shed, just pouring Dettol on a on a cut really, really quickly. So um, and I have that in my sort of sheep area and sheep shed. So I find that really, really quite good. And, and again, have at the ready as well. I mentioned honey and and I think, you know, for if you're bringing an animal into the house, you often will have honey and honey on the gums, I find is a really good way to get their energy up um, very, very quickly um, as well. And uh, as well as honey, you might want to, it's up to you, but molasses is another good thing to have. And I feel another good thing to have at the ready um, for use that perhaps just need a bit of VIP treatment, put it in warm water and give it to them. Um, Other things that are really good to have on hand are things like just towels and blankets. You never know. And even if you have a bottle-fed animal, you're going to put towels down perhaps in its bedding or keep it warm or whatever it might be, that sort of thing. Uh, I do also have a little surgical kit that that I use. So to be able to do sutures or to be able to, um, yeah, just do surgery stuff if you have to. But um, that can be quite useful, uh, quite useful as well. Um, Depending on the situation, something like betadine, which is iodine. I mentioned that as well. Cetrogen, which is the spray 
or there's even the teramycin spray, which is an antibiotic spray. You're generally not going to use these a lot for lambing, um, just more animal husbandry more broadly, but they're very, very good um, and very handy, very handy as well. And the other thing is phone number. <laughs> phone number of someone that you can call. Someone that you can call any day, any any hour, uh, someone who could help you, someone who could not judge you and give you advice, suggestions. That could be a vet, of course, but I, I often would find that you might want to call someone before you call the vet. Or maybe you're thinking of calling the vet, so you call the vet, but while you're calling the vet or talking to the vet or waiting for the vet, you call someone else. So um, and that can that can at least get you going or get you on the right uh, on the right path, um, and at least get you, you know, thinking about what, what you could do or any suggestions that you could do as well. So someone you can call, like, for example, um, like for example, a vet too. The other injectables that could be very useful would be antibiotics. And I find if your vet has visited your farm and then you do need antibiotics, if you phone up and you say, I've got mastitis, for example, or I've got a foot abscess. Can I get some antibiotics? And would I be able to get some so that I would have some on hand? If they visited your farm, most vets in Australia would will give you a small quantity, potentially even a bottle of antibiotics. That, and, and often I find that that's good. That might do me for, for six months or whatever it might be. As long as you keep the antibiotics as um, clean as you possibly can. So covering over the um, puncture wound on the antibiotic bottle and keeping them in the fridge and things like that, or at a, at a consistent temperature is, um, is really good. VAM, V-A-M is another great, um, min, um, it is a mineral injection. So copper and cobalt and selenium, um, small amounts in sheep are recommended though, not too much. And I think I mentioned my vitamin C too. Vitamin C, something I cannot live without, um, having that at the ready uh, as well. And then the B, I found the B vitamin liquid really quite useful this year so far. It's really got me out of a lot of sticky situations and I, something I, I think I will continually uh, have in my kit and have at the ready so that I can give it as a drench or put it in the water. You can get injectable B12s, B1s, all these sorts of things, um, probiotic pastes like the, the bio booster type paste, these sorts of things can be quite, quite good and quite useful as well. So all of these things are useful. And as for me, as I mentioned, I just have little different bags with different things in them so that I can just run or walk, for example, through a paddock with just my little sort of lunchboxy one. And then if I have a U or see a U um, that's needing help, I'm, I've got exactly what I need to be able to, to deal with that on the spot. And then everything else I have closer, like my tagging, my iodine, I'll have that where I need it. Or if I am tagging in the in the field, I'll be able to bring that with me. I use a little sort of um, caddy, a little like a kitchen caddy to have that sort of stuff in there. And I find that that works quite well. Just find out what works for you. I like to sort of gather things throughout the year and get myself prepared. 
um, you know, fresh bottles, fresh colostrum, these sorts of things. Have a listen to my bottle fed lambing podcast. If you haven't done so already, it will also get you ready with things to put in your bottle fed lambing kit over and above what we've just talked about here in terms of your, um, your other kits that you might have. It's all about preparation. Uh, it's all about thinking ahead and, uh, as, as mentioned, with trying, particularly trying the digital scales, investing in that thermometer and the rooster booster, experimenting a little bit and finding out um, new things that would work for different situations, like that liquid um, calcium. I think Jane put me on to that. One of my friends, Jane, put me on to that sort of liquid um, cal uh product. And again, it's just about trying to, thank you, Jane. It's just about trying to have these things at the ready. You never know. And they could just help you in a pickle or they could help a neighbor out. Or of course, ultimately, we want to be able to help our lovely ewes and our lovely lambs at this time of the year. Maybe our little old boys might need them too when you're getting them ready to Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Each rating and review helps us reach listeners just like you and help them also grow in their shepherding confidence. And let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email jill at Holston Valley Farm dot com dot au and until next time sheep well